Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Your Biology podcast. Today's special guest is an expert in the realm of nutritional ingredients and supplementation. Joining me on the show, we have Jennifer Gu. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you for having me. <laughs> awesome. So, Jennifer, my audience is really excited for today's podcast. Obviously, we're going to be focusing in on magnesium and magatine. So, maybe did you want to let my audience know a little bit about your journey and your role in the company? I am a trained as a pathologist. I have a PhD in, from UCLA almost 30 years ago. So I studied the mechanisms of diseases before I moved to industry. I was, I did my postdoctoral work at Caltech and worked there for a total of seven years before I joined industry. Since I joined the nutritional industry, it has been a very exciting journey for me. So we're able to apply the basic biology to nutrition, to the things to see that how nutritional supplements, the proper nutrition can really be helpful in areas that traditional Western medicine cannot have a good benefit. Okay. So it is a great benefit to consumers to be able to use the supplements in addition to the, the care they get from the traditional med- medicine. Uh, um, I think that's really exciting. Yeah, for sure. And I'm someone who is also a big believer in supplementation as a naturopath and you know, studied naturopathy. My, my father is a pharmacist. I understand the importance of combining both modalities as a way to improve human health. Did you want to maybe talk about the magnesium supplementation market, did you want to maybe talk about how magteen, this magnesium althrenate came about? Sure. Yes. Magnesium suppl- supplementation has been there from the very beginning. Okay. So I think we are all very familiar with many of the magnesium compounds, uh, such as magnesium oxide from the very beginning. And it's still in many of the uh, multivitamin and many of the uh, products. And later on, 
we began to have uh, supplements, magnesium supplements that have better solubility, uh, such as magnesium chloride, magnesium citrate, magnesium glycinate, bisglycinate. Okay. At MacTeen, magnesium L-threonate is a new addition to this list. Okay. So I want to give you some understanding about magnesium be very popular. And a lot of consumers are not very clear about how to choose the right magnesium uh, products for their need. Okay. So I think a good question is that how bioavailable these magnesium compounds are. Okay. So if you look at bioavailability, there is two levels of bioavailability. The first level is when you take it orally, how it gets absorbed through your intestinal system. And that is differentiate, that differentiating compounds like magnesium oxide, which has very little bioavailability even through the gastrointestinal systems. And that is why you retain a lot of water and you need to include it in the laxative products. Okay. But even with compounds like magnesium citrate, magnesium bisglycinate, they get absorbed in, they're soluble. But you still have another level of bioavailability, which is organ bioavailability, which means that whether they're able to go to the organ, go to the cells that is to be effective, okay, at that level, especially to the brain, there's blood-brain barrier. So whether any of these magnesium compounds will pass through the blood-brain barrier, become bioavailable in the brain is another test. Okay, compounds like magnesium citrate, magnesium bisglycinate, they're able to go to the body, to the heart, to the muscle, but they are not brain bioavailable. So magnesium l is the only one that has been researched, published to show that it can have a brain bioavailability good enough to be able to elevate effectively the brain magnesium levels, which leads to improved cognition and memory and any of these brain-related health benefits. You've done a great job there, Jennifer, <laughs> at explaining the, the bioavailability aspect and the principle there. And maybe did you want to talk about, you've mentioned magnesium oxide, which is one of the most commonly used, probably one of the cheapest, least effective <laughs> forms on the market. And you mentioned magnesium citrate, which can have a laxative effect at high doses. With that magnesium l 3 ornate did you want to talk about the actual, it's l 3 ornate the amino acid combined with magnesium, correct? Actually, that was a, a confusing for a lot of consumers. It is, it is not the l 3 ornate that the amino acid, it is actually alcyonic acid. So what it is that alcyonic acid is a metabolite of major metabolite of vitamin C. So it's already in our body. In fact, when we doing the research, we find out in surprise that it's not only in our body, it is also in our brain at a higher concentration as compared to our body. Maybe I can give you a little bit of background on how this compound is discovered. Yes. The product is discovered. Okay. So actually, this was discovered by an MIT professor, Dr. Liu. Okay. So Dr. Liu got his PhD from UCLA Neuroscience Department. So he graduated about seven years ahead of me. He was working with the chairman of the Neuroscience Department. They what they want to do is to screen for drugs that can inhibit 
the neuron degenerative disease. Okay, that's what we do at a medical school. You you try to find a new drug. Okay, so that was in the late 1980s and early 1990s. And at the time, molecular biology was still the forefront of the science. It's not right now. It's a very tool. It's a general tool, but at the time, it was very advanced. So what they did is that they established a really advanced cell reporting system where you engineer a GFP protein, which is fluorescent protein, at the end of the membrane when neural cells, neural cells contact each other. Those GFP protein began to show up. So you establish a system that you can report whether the neuron cells are talking to each other, whether there's memory signals passing through between the cells. Okay, so that is a direct report of neuron plasticity. Okay, with that cell systems, they screened all the neural signaling molecules that potentially have a benefit for neuron degenerative disease. Pass through system, you see the increase of the cells talking to each other. However, by accident, they find out that magnesium, which is included in the culture media, also had a significant benefit of increasing the neuron's plasticity. Okay, so that was a because of mistake of the wrong media concentration. At the time, we still make medias ourselves. So you prepare the media yourself, you made a mistake. So as a good scientist, Dr. Liu did not just toss things away. He looked at why is the case. He found out it was the wrong magnesium concentration. And magnesium does a better job for increasing the neuron plasticity compared to the traditional neuropeptides. Okay. With that understanding, he published in many top journals on how this magnesium works. So basically, magnesium is a natural calcium channel blocker. Okay. So it's intuitively how it works. It blocks all the background noises so the neuron can concentrate on the robust signal to improve our ability to focus and improve our ability to improve cognition. With that, Jennifer there, that's a phenomenal explanation. Thank you for sharing that. With the calcium channel blocking effect, did you want to explain to my listeners what does that mean? And are there other, are there drugs now developed to block that calcium channel as well? Yes, calcium channel is the most drug developed pathway to drug developed to Basically, all the neural pathologies, okay, problems with the brains, all the drugs are targeting the G-protein couple receptor, which a lot of them are controlling the calcium in and out as a secondary uh, message, okay? Give you an intuitive comparison. Uh, I know these terms are very scientific, so I want to explain to all the general audience how that works, okay? So when we, for example, when I talk to you, okay, so you send a message to, to my sensory systems, and then the calcium will be a secondary message that's supposed to go through calcium channel, and then it leads to all the signals in my cells, and I begin to respond. Okay. However, if you do not have the right magnesium concentration in your brain, okay, all these calcium channels are leaky, which means a little bit of calcium signal comes in, you're going to respond, okay? But if you have the proper amount of magnesium in your brain, 
these signals, background signals are blocked. Only a robust, strong signal can, comes in, which means that your cells, if you have the proper magnesium concentration, you are rested well. Okay, during the normal condition, you only respond when you need to respond. But if you have low magnesium levels, you're responding to all these background noises. You're overworked. Your brain cells overworked. And that is why it leads to the, the early death, the apoptosis. And that leads to the problems like Alzheimer's, other neuron degenerative uh, issues. Yeah, so what you're explaining there, Jennifer, is the fact that magnesium can have a natural calcium channel blocking action in the brain and that's going to help with uh, minimizing excitotoxicity and cell death things like that and so did you want to maybe explain what are some of the other key pathways in which magnesium can protect the brain specifically their magnesium is a cofactor for all the enzymes 350 uh, different kind of chemical pathways in our body so pretty much all the pathways, all the enzymes, many of them need magnesium as a cofactor. Okay. For example, magnesium is the cofactor for the mitochondria, which is really the machine, the life machine factory of every individual cells. Okay. So if you have the right magnesium levels, your cells are performing correctly, have the right energy. In fact, there are animal studies showing that. Mactin, with the lifetime feeding of mactin, the animals can live longer, okay? And that is consistent with the, the longevity uh, concept because the longevity is that you want to have the, the healthy mitochondria so you can live longer. So potentially, mactin works not only on cognition, on the memory, and that is how we test it in the human clinicals. But it also works in many other areas of biology. For example, it works in the heart. Okay. It works in your energy. It works in longevity. It works in your immune response. Okay. But the uniqueness about mectin is that it passes through the blood brain barrier. So it's especially effective in brain related benefits. For example, cognition, focus, memory, sleep. Mood and all these areas are also tested and supported by our human clinicals. Not only we have the mechanism it works, but it's also proved and demonstrated in our human clinical studies. This is what I really respect about MagTeen and all the research is that we understand mechanistic studies in vivo and cell culture, but then you guys have actually conducted the clinical trials in humans. So maybe did you want to share? some of the outstanding research in humans that you've achieved with Mac, with MacTeen. Yeah, I, I love to. Uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, Lucas, MacTeen was discovered uh, by MIT professor. So after the initial discoverer in his system about how magnesium works, he went ahead and tried to, dis try to find out a compound that can pass the blood-brain barrier so it can have a biological in, in vivo benefits, okay? So he screened all the magnesium compounds available and only Mactin was able to raise the blood-brain barrier effectively. So that paper was published in 2010 in Neuron, the most prestigious neurological journal. And after that, uh, we have done actually three human clinical publications on how it works in humans. Okay. 
So the human publication, of course, is double-blind, placebo-controlled, the standard, the standard of clinical research. And they were shown is that MACT was able to significantly improve the cognition, the memory in, human, in humans as compared to the placebo. And most interestingly is that during one of the human clinicals, the scientists compounded different measurements of the brain functions, memory, cognition, name recall, and anxiety stress, and formed each individual's overall brain health score. And based on that score, Mactin significantly reversed the brain aging process by nine brain years of brain age. So that was really exciting discovery. So that was in one of the published papers. And in addition, Lucas, I want to, I'm excited. You can tell I want to share with you. I have been taking this product myself since 2011 and I have feelable benefits. It actually, this product brings a lot of feelable ben- benefits and you can actually feel something like in my case, I feel the focus uh, on my work in about 20 minutes after taking this compound. So you do not only have the science, but you have the science-based feelable benefits. So that is why I am so excited about this, this product. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is incredible research, Jennifer. And I'd love to take a deeper dive, closer look at the dosages. Now, did you want to break down from my audience the differences between elemental magnesium they may on the label that might confuse the customer. So maybe you can explain that. Yes, definitely. As you know that MACTIN, there's two benefits that have been demonstrated in clinical research. One is the cognition and that dosage used for clinical study with 1.5 gram to 2 gram of MACTIN, which as you indicated is different than magnesium, elemental magnesium. So the elemental magnesium in MACT is about 7.8%. So that translates to about 120 to 140 milligram of elemental magnesium. As we have recommended daily allowance of magnesium is about 420 for men and 350 milligram for women. So this is only one third of that amount recommended dosage. This is an important discussion now around the guidelines and recommendations for magnesium. They are quite, it is quite difficult for the average human to meet their requirements through nutrition only. Is that correct? It is very true. We have been known of supplementing calcium for the past decades. Okay. We drink calcium with milk. We We do a lot of calcium supplementation. However, about 10 years ago, the research began, the community began to realize that we are not taking a balanced approach. Okay. Too much calcium without the right amount of magnesium is changing the balance and it's not good for us. So the research community began to try to add magnesium to that balance. Okay. Calcium magnesium balance. And that is why a, a, a improve of magnesium supplementation happened during the past five, 10 years. And people began to realize and feel the benefit of magnesium. And mag- all these supplementation is very important because magnesium is a very important mineral for all the biological functions that happen in our body. 
and we're not taking enough just because、uh, from the daily food for two reasons. First reason is that all the soil basically are depleted of the nutrients. You probably know a lot of the people already did did the study on the soil levels. It's maybe just one third of the soil levels, say fifty years ago. So the same amount of food we're taking, we do not have enough nutrient as we used to. Okay. And secondary, and you know that we're taking a lot of processed food, so which further reduce the proper nutrient. That is needed for our body. So unless you can supplement all the needed nutrient from a very specialized food that you culture yourself, your organic garden, most of us do needs the supplementation to have the right amount daily. This, this is great, great discussion here, Jennifer. This is something that I oftentimes want to make public and make it more widely available. The fact that our food supply is so low in magnesium, and that's why supplementation is necessary. Now, as it pertains to assessing magnesium status in the human body,、um, I believe there are some blood tests to identify blood levels of magnesium. So, do you want to maybe share how we assess magnesium levels? Lucas, you are absolutely right. You know that magnesium is a a abundant needed in our body. It's not only involved in all the biological pathways, enzyme cofactors, but it's also important mineral in our bone. Okay, so the majority of magnesium are stored in our bone. Okay, actually, if you just measure the blood magnesium levels, our body controls tightly the blood magnesium levels, just like calcium. So even though you're deficient, you won't be able to show that in your plasma magnesium levels. It just get pulled out of your tissue, pulled out of your bone. To maintain that level, okay. However, you can test it. A good way to test it is the through the blood red blood cells. You can test that to to as indication about how your levels inside your organs, inside your cells. Yes, so that is a good way of a indicating whether you are low in magnesium levels. This is a great point, and this is for my audience listening in. If you have done a blood test in the past. Make sure that your doctor assesses your RBC, red blood cell magnesium, as that is the it's the gold standard way of measuring. It's one of the best ways to use to, to measure magnesium status. Jennifer, as it pertains to you mentioned calcium before, we went through a phase in human history where everyone was so focused on calcium supplementation and milk.、Sure. Would it? If a consumer wants to know when to use their magnesium supplement, should they be using it away from calcium-rich foods? Would that hinder absorption? There's no significant、uh, research indicates that it will inhibit absorption. I think our body needs both as、uh, uh, calcium and magnesium, hopefully in the right ratio. I think most scientists believe two to one, but there's no very strong data to support this ratio. But the proper amount of both calcium and magnesium supplementation is needed every day. From that is not the mineral we can produce. This is the mineral you need to take from your food every day to maintain the proper biological functions because they're both important. Yeah, and this is a great、uh, point around. As you mentioned, these nutrients are required exogenously because they're not produced endogenously. Unlike what we see with some essential, non-essential amino acids, 
which the body can synthesize, whereas the essential amino acids, we require the nine essential, we require them from the external food sources and supplementation, correct? That's correct. That's correct. Some of the things we can body can produce ourselves, but there are things that we cannot. We need to get it from food. Uh, so we need to pay special attention to those nutrients because if we are lacking those nutrients, normally our body will not function properly. And it won't be alive and death right away, but over the time, it will impact your life quality, it will impact your immunity, will impact how long you live, will impact how your quality of life at the older age when you are running out of your suppliers. Here's a quick little message to all men listening in to today's show. Do you want to double your energy levels, boost motivation, and increase your focus? If so, you may be interested in my epic men's energy program I've recently launched called Limitless. Now, Limitless is an exclusive 12-week program for men who want to go from feeling tired, unmotivated, or burnt out to highly energetic, driven, and focused. Within the program, I will analyze your own unique biology and lay out a fully personalized health protocol so that you can finally unlock peak physical and cognitive performance. Over the 12 weeks, you will have direct access to me to ensure your results as well as the chance to join me live twice a week to ask me anything relating to health protocols and discover cutting-edge men's health info to keep you at the top of your game. Now, spots in this program are extremely limited, so if you're interested in finding out more, make sure you go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash limitless program to reserve the next available call to see if you're a good fit. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash limitless program. You'll also find this link in my bio on my Instagram profile and also my YouTube channel. Yeah, obviously, when it comes to um, some of the biological consequences of low magnesium as we age, did you want to maybe, you've mentioned already the fact that magnesium can support longevity parameters. You mentioned a reduction in brain aging by, was it nine years? Did you want to maybe explain what are some of the consequences associated with low magnesium levels as we age? The long-term effect, I think if we have, because magnesium, I think the fundamental benefit about magnesium is how magnesium is a very important factor, important mineral to work in the mitochondria. If you are a biologist, you know that the cells, you need to have energy Factory. Okay. Mitochondria is our energy factory. If you have the proper energy factory, you maintain the healthy of the cells. You maintain the integrity of the cells. The cells will live longer and work more efficiently. That is the fundamental of life, in my opinion. So that is why longevity is dealing with mitochondria, because you have to deal with the basic lifestyle which is the, at the cellular level, to have a healthy cells that can reflect to a healthy organs, healthy body, healthy overall uh, process. So magnesium is very important in that aspect. Okay, 
it's not easy to have a complete depletion of magnesium because it's such a important mineral is stored in our bone. Okay. However, if you have a chronic deficiency of magnesium, it will reflect into your low energy. Okay. Because you don't have the right cellular, even at the cellular level, you are not having the right activity, energy to support your cell activity. Okay. So you will feel tired. You cannot actually, you will have a low immunity. Okay. And in the brain, it's hard for you to focus. In fact, a lot of the uh, problems for Alzheimer's, ADHD, there's also population studies to show that they're low magnesium levels associated with these problems, okay? And you will have Alzheimer's, probably, a high incidence of Alzheimer's, okay? And your organ may actually will uh, default earlier, okay? Yeah. So there's many problems that uh, will be associated, but the most immediate field problems is lack of energy uh, and uh, memory focus and mood change, uh, uh, tired, um, fatigue are the main things you, you will feel right away. Yes. And as we can see, we're, we're noticing here that magnesium has such a broad effect on the body. And if we're low in magnesium, we're going to see some consequences in, as you mentioned, memory, focus, energy, and even increase our risk for developing neurodegenerative diseases. And I'm glad that you also brought up um, ADHD because that's obviously really common and a lot of young adults are suffering from ADHD. I just want to segue and look at some <laughs> drugs and other drugs and medications that actually may lower levels of magnesium. So maybe you want to explore that. Yes, very true. There's a, a number of drugs that can lead to lower magnesium levels. Okay. So for these individuals, their doctors probably recommend them to take magnesium supplements. And MACT is the, if it's not, one of the most bioavailable in terms of even the body magnesium ability. So it's a good source to take mostly for the brain, but also for other parts of the body for magnesium source. And talking about disease, we know, I, first we have to say that supplements are not intended to treat or prevent disease. We have to make it very clear to our customer, to people who are listening to the podcast. You need to discuss your problems with your doctors. Okay. However, in terms of mactine, it's a good nutrient for a lot of fighting against the disease. For example, there are two publications on mactine, how it helped in ADHD and Alzheimer's disease. The first publication actually came out from Massachusetts General Hospital, which is Harvard Medical School. The, the world-famous uh, research group actually examined uh, MACT in the open-label study of adult ADHD. So in their published uh, research, they find out that MACT, it not only helps with the ADHD patient and their evaluation score significantly, they also even improved their IQ in that particular study. And the yes, we're very, very excited. So we're actually some partners are looking at Mactin's potential use by children because a lot of the children with ADHD need the proper nutrients. And this could be a very important nutrient for this population. Another study that was done by Stanford Medical School 
is that they looked at. It's also an open label study. It's a small study. They looked at Alzheimer's patients and how mectin helped in those patients, and mectin significantly improved the MMSE score, which is standard Alzheimer evaluation score. So in both these cases from the world-renowned expert groups demonstrate the benefit of mectin in these kind of uh, conditions. Phenomenal research, and I'm glad that you've you brought this up, Jennifer. <laughs> my audience is very, they love evidence-based medicine, evidence-based supplementation. So it's good that we're searing these clinical trials and they're actually, they're very robust studies. The sample size is maybe one aspect, but that they are double-blind placebo-controlled and they're looking at different elements there. In terms of, you mentioned for the younger population, looking at magatine specifically, its safety profile, did you want to talk about its strong degree of safety? Yes. First of all, magnesium is a safe element. We've been taking supplementing magnesium supplementation for decades, right? And particularly regarding to magatine. First of all, as I said, Mactin, magnesium L-threonate, threonate is a major vitamin C metabolite. Both magnesium threonate are already present in our body and the brain. Okay, so it's already present in our body. On top of that, we have done the talk, standard talk studies so that it has FDA-approved grass status. Okay, and not only that, in the, in the human clinicals, we also looked at the safety profiles. So they were demonstrate to be safe to use. And mectin has been used since 2011 uh, in the U.S. market and with a large supplement, a large population of, uh, of customers. And so far, if you use them in the recommended dosage, it hasn't been, there's no uh, reported issues with it. Okay. But I do want to emphasize that mectin is very bioavailable. So you need to use them in the recommended dosage. Anything, if you overdose, especially magnesium, if you overdose, you would have some problems. So you, are, you need to be careful uh, to take them with a glass of water, full glass of water, and in the recommended dosage. This is a great point around dosages. This is very important for those listening in, not only for magnesium supplementation, but also for vitamin D, very important there vitamins, vitamin B12, different supplements. Other vitamins really matter. There is a sweet spot, an optimal range that we want to be aiming for. And so this is true, especially even with magnesium, because very high doses of magnesium from even my own experience can cause a bit of loose bowel movements, a little bit of GI upset. But again, that was because I was using the bad forms of magnesium. <laughs> a lot of people experienced that. Yeah, with mactin, there was never that issue because it's so bioavailable and the, the uh, amount of mag elemental magnesium is so small in the recommended dosage, okay? However, you don't want to overtake in that. It's not going to be good for you if you take too much of anything. So we want to... Also, there, there are uh, medications that if they have a warning of interaction against magnesium, that is something you need to be careful too. Because if it's if your medication has a warning against magnesium, and this is another source of magnesium, very bioavailable. So you need to bring that to your doctor, whether you should take it at a different time or, or not taking it. Let's take a look there at some of the potential 
uh, illegal drug interactions. So, for example, are we looking at usually like blood pressure lowering medications, maybe interfering? Is that blood pressure lowering medications is a good example? Blood lower medication actually mag- magnesium is helping with blood lower effect. Okay, however. If you take both at the same time, you can have your blood too low to be good. Okay, you that is interaction you need to be very careful. You probably shouldn't take them at the same time, or you probably should experimenting of take a little bit at a different time to see how that affects you. If it's causing too low of the、uh, medication, then you should stop using it, or you should talk to your doctor to see how you can incorporate. Magnesium into your blood lowering drugs to maybe lower the amount of the blood lowering drug you're taking. But all these needs to be talked to your professionals and to be very careful when you incorporate that into your medication. Okay, so you shouldn't just just taking too much at the same time. That will be dangerous. And you've also mentioned Jennifer that it. Has achieved the grass status, which is generally regarded as safe, since a representation. Do you want to maybe explain that? Yes, in the U.S., the regulation FDA grass is one of the important regulatory milestones for nutritional ingredients. Okay, so when you apply that, you have to all have all the tox data to get FDA's approval with this ingredient. It's more a seal of the safety. Okay. So we Mactin has done the clinical studies and it's already got the FDA approval for grad. Yeah. In terms of timing, in which the subject or the the customer were to use magnesium, if we take a look at the time of the day, this is really critical for those that see in. For some individuals, they notice a sedative-like effect or an anti-stress effect from magnesium. Other people will notice an increase in alertness. Focused. So, did you want to maybe explain what have you guys come across in the research trials? What time of day do you advise usually? In our research, we normally advise people to take maybe two hours before bedtime. Okay, so that is how we have been recommended in the clinical studies. However, Mactin is a great magnesium product. It does not cause much of the stomach upsets like a lot of other magnesium compounds, as long as you take with a full glass of water. Okay, and it can be personally, I take at different times. I try to fix it in the Same time every day, so I have the even distribution of magnesium in my system. But what I take it is that I take it in the afternoon. It's in the afternoon when I cannot drink coffee, which in- interfere with my sleep. I take Mactin. So Mactin make me focus right away, and I can focus again in writing all the brain heavy work again for another three four hours by taking Mactin. So it's really important. It's a supplement I never forget because I need it. <laughs> so that is how I use it. Okay, there are other people want to take it in the early in the morning because it will make their energetic and focus alert whole day. The people who wants to take it after、uh, dinner, who will actually help them to fall asleep. We actually just did human clinical, finished human clinical, and it's being submitted for publication, which demonstrates that Mactin. Helps with the deep sleep. It doesn't really help you to fall asleep, but help you to stay asleep in the REM stage 
and deep sleep stage. These are the stage which has been proven to have a improvement. It's working on your cognitive abilities. The brain is actually improving the cognitive abilities during this stage. So mapping actually helps to improve during these two stages to help you sleep better, sleep deeply. So this is a real, a good test. Why you feel energetic, you feel the good mood, you feel alert and focused during the daytime because you have a quality sleep. <laughs> this is great, great research. As far as the another mechanism of action, we look at, you mentioned the calcium channel blocking activity. The other pathway that I'm interested in is the NMDA antagonism. So N-methyldiaspartate antagonistic effects. Do you want to maybe explain a little bit about that? So MMDA receptors, okay, especially the 2B sub, subunits, are, has been re- indicated in research to be very important in memory. A lot of the, the, the brain functions is going through that. So there's a huge amount of literature how the signaling works uh, in that pathways. So magnesium and MMDA is also a... Uh, a calcium channels. So what, what happens is magnesium normally binds to that. Okay. So when it's bound, the channels are leaked, are blocked. Okay. Naturally. So when the huge amount of magnesium, when the calcium comes in a high concentration, it replaces magnesium and gets in to activate all the signaling pathways. Okay. So what I, what I explained earlier is that if you do not have the right concentration of magnesium, these channels are naturally leaky. So any a little bit calcium would comes in to activate the pathways. But if you have the right level of magnesium levels, then only the strong signal comes in. Your channels can be replaced open and the activity can go on. So what that means, that means is that you only respond to a real good signal. You are cells are rested during the background signals. You're not always overworking there. So that is the intuitive way of understanding how the calcium and magnesium works at MMDA receptor levels. That's a fantastic, yeah, fantastic <laughs> explanation at that pathway, you say enabling that resting state. So is that the depolarized state? Is that sort of what you're referring to there? Yes, if you want to see normal cells are not, normal neuron cells are not depolarized, right? So when your have signals comes in, it stands new right out, connecting to the neighboring neurons to actually have the signal transduced through that, through the neuron extensions. Okay. So that in a way is po- become polarized. Yes. And there's actually another thing here, Jennifer, with uh, a big subset of the population in the, it's called the the nootropic space, uh, nootropics, enhancing cognition. A lot of these individuals are noticing that they combine their magtine, specifically magtine, with a, if they're on a, if they're on ADHD medication, such as methylphenidate or Adderall or Ritalin, things like that, they actually notice that the magtine makes the experience more pleasurable. It reduces the anxiety, it makes the stimulant feel stronger as well? We do hear that response from customers, but we did not do a study because these are condition-based studies and that's not how we can 
market our products. Okay, so we do not have detailed studies on them to evaluate how that really helped. Okay, but theoretically, magnesium does help with calming effect. Okay, and that、uh, helps with how your body dealing with the stress and、uh, the anxiety. It should be benef- beneficial in terms of the providing the right nutrients for these. Population of people who mo- a lot of them have magnesium deficiencies. Yes, what does the future hold, Jennifer, in terms of further research and maybe areas that you're excited to see research on? What excites you about the future of magtine research? Magtine has been on the market for ten years. Okay, it's really getting really popular. We're doing really well because it, people feel the benefit. So it's really mouth by mouth. It's how it has been spreading. And interestingly, I have been finding out the people, my collaborators from different universities or different companies. Actually, when I talk to them about Mactin, they actually know about it. They're not my coworkers or any anyone in our field, but they actually know about Mactin, and they normally hear it from some of their friends who have used it, recommended to them. So that speaks to the benefit of magnesium because you have some feelable benefits. So that's very exciting. In terms of magnesium, I think the unique benefits of magnesium currently is that it's very brain bioavailable magnesium compound. So the first benefits people feel is in the brain area. For as I mentioned, cognition focus is a very strong benefit. Okay, I feel that every day and. There's stress, anxiety benefits. Okay, a lot of people from our company feel that benefits, and I do that too. But my、uh, benefit of that is not as strong as focus. I feel the focus very clearly, very strongly. And then there are also sleep benefits. Okay, it helps people sleep better. Okay, and then there are other benefits in the body. For example, when I took it, I know I have much more strong energy. Okay. And that part of the study we have not done. This will be areas we might want to do more study in terms of how magnesium helps you with your study. And we also to be make it more personal. I also give it to my children before they take exams because it helps them focus and do well in exams. So my kids have been asking asking us and whether we should do a study to to there's. College students take other things and healthy things to to get focused, right? But this is a healthy alternative to get focused, to get productive. So we probably want to do more research on how it helps with college kids for their exams, for their studies.、Yeah. Uh, and we should also, as we said, for children who cannot sit down in a classroom and help them how to help them to get focused. There's. Uh, and uh, one of the actually person in our company, he had a heart problems. So he took this, and that resolved in the the irregular beat of the heart. So there's lots of magnesium benefits that have been noticed by Magtin, and we want to do more double blind placebo control study to support demonstrate these benefits and providing the right dosage, providing the the evidence. And guidance how to use this in a number of many other areas that magnesium can be beneficial. Yes. So as we can see, magnesium, specifically magtine, which 
I would consider as the gold standard form of magnesium on the market, appears to have some very favorable effects across various biological pathways. As Jennifer has alluded, improving focus, energy, mitochondrial function, staving off cognitive decline and assisting with deep sleep. We can see that magteen does have some broad spectrum actions in terms of the time of day that Jennifer usually suggests. She says in the afternoon, sometimes for energy, but it can also be used two hours before bedtime to help with that deep sleep. So that pretty much wraps up today's podcast. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's an absolute pleasure to have this discussion. It's fun to talk. Lucas, you can see it. I'm very passionate about this ingredient. It's something I use myself daily, and I think it's going to benefit a lot of people. This is a good magnesium uh, product. (laughs) I I, I definitely enjoy um, keeping these discussions with experts like yourself who are very passionate. Um, My audience will definitely be able to feel the passion and um, I love the whole, this entire space, understanding proper clinical research behind specific supplements. And yeah, I'm really impressed with what you're pioneering and the work that you do. So thank you. Thank you, Lucas, for having me. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.